Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy! Today's episode is about how to stop taking responsibility for your clients. And this is an issue that probably everyone has dealt with. Like I for sure have dealt with this. All of my clients have dealt with this or are dealing with this at some point. And um, if you have the feeling, oh, that's not an issue for me, so just take this episode and yeah, not don't take it for your clients and just use it for or check on other areas like your partner or team members or friends. Yeah, check on those people. Where are you taking responsibility for other people and how to stop that? What is at the root of this issue? It is worthiness. Again, an issue of worthiness. Because if you take too much responsibility for other people, this might be for the results of your clients or results of, uh, not results, or um, feelings of your clients or family members, team members, whatever. If there is too much of that, or if there is, like, if you're taking responsibility of them, that actually is their responsibility to deal with, you basically deplete yourself of wonderful energy and you also don't help other people. Because your job, especially when it comes to work, is to help other people to learn to do that stuff themselves and not do it for them. Like one of the biggest issues is, especially as a coach, as a consultant, that you think you have to get results for your clients, whilst your job is to help them learn how to do that themselves. Like if you're a person and you do, you deal with emotional issues like I deal with in my clients. I can't take away the feelings from my clients. I can't take away the anger, the sadness, the fear or all of that from them. Even if I wanted to, my job is to help them learn how to deal with it, no matter what. That whatever happens in their lives, they always know how to deal with the feelings and keep on showing up amazingly in the world. And if I had this horrendous idea that I could take care of their feelings, yeah, I wouldn't help them because I wouldn't teach them how to how to do this on their own. I would basically just hop into the pit with them and stay stuck on like an unworthiness level, on a sadness level, on a fear-based level. And yeah, trying to, to help them get through it instead of teaching them how to do it. The same if you help your clients to get uh, clients, to get people working with them. You can't do this for them. You can teach them how to do that. Even if you're a marketing agency or something like that. Yeah, you can deliver amazing uh, marketing material. However, it is still their job to create amazing clients out of that and show up amazingly for them so that they want to keep on working with them. 
So you have to become very clear on what is your responsibility and what is their responsibility. And taking responsibility for your clients and their results really can end up in not so nice scenarios where other people are not happy with the results they create, um, where other people don't create results in the first place, and where there is a lot of misunderstanding, miscommunication, and you basically lo lose belief in yourself because you can't not you cannot make it work for other people. You lose belief in yourself and you lose your energy. You deplete yourself. So today I have three steps how to basically stop taking responsibility for others, for your clients. And if you want, you can exchange this with team members, your employees, uh, family members, partner, friends, whatever. First step is, and they, they are not ordered. Um, first step or one step is to work with the right people. And that means to learn to say no to misaligned people. This does not mean that those people are not right, that they are not good people. It just means they are not your people to work with. The more clarity I have with wh whom I work and I say no, I fiercely say no to all the others, the more amazing the results my clients create. Because I only work with those people who really fit my energy, who do the work, who are properly motivated by me. Because some people, they just don't work with my energy. They need something else. And me saying no to those people actually helps those people to work with the right people for them and create amazing results. So my no can help them to create amazing, uh, amazing results because they work with someone else. Uh, and working with the right people means to have crystal clarity on with whom you want to work and only say yes to those people. I, for example, work with highly determined, highly committed people who implement on themselves, who are self-sufficient. I tell them once what to do and they do it. I'm not a person who are good with people where I have to run behind or after them and chase them and tell them to do the work. There are other people who are really very... Like they have a lot of calmness. They have a lot of like, yeah, let's do this again. Let's go. A lot of mothering and soothing energy. And that's not me. I work with highly high achievers, with highly determined people, with highly committed people. Those are my people. And others can't deal with those. Others can't deal with those clients. They are too quick to, for them, too fast. They want something else. They want other clients. So there is always the perfect client for you and there is always the perfect coach for you, always the perfect service provider for you and so on. You just have to pick the right people. And That means, and, and I also work with people, for example, who haven't done a lot of mindset work yet. And this means they are highly coachable. They implement the stuff I tell them to do and what we work on together. And they get amazing results. And what I also do is I pre-select them. In my coaching calls, I basically have them sell themselves to me. It is not my job anymore to convince them of the results I'm going to create for them. No bullshit, because they have to be at this turning point where they want to make it work, where they go all in, where they believe so fiercely in themselves that it can only work. And I have them sell themselves to me. Why are you at the right point in time? Why do you want to work with me? Why are you really fed up enough to change something now? And funny enough, when I turn those questions around and ask them, why are they the perfect fit for me right now? 
they get very creative and they get like very committed to show me that they now want to work with me and that this is now the right time and the right place and I'm the right person. And this makes them get the results because they convince themselves of being able to get the results now with my support. And sometimes if there are people where I think the investment might even be not high enough because they just can pay it out of their pocket, like pocket money, you know, I ask them, do you think this is the, the amount I know I charge high prices? Still, do you think this is a high enough amount for you to get going? Or do you need me to double my prices? Do you need a specific extra price? Do you need a higher price? I did this very often, like not very often, but frequently I do this with like obviously a joking eye and still I mean it. I have them then sell themselves on the price because they need to be committed. They need to have skin in the game. So this is the first point to work with the right people and say to people where you know you're not either, you are either not super excited to work with them or Yeah, you know, they are not the people who get results with you because your energies don't match. The second one is to clarify responsibility. I say from the beginning on, and I, they also sign this in their contracts, that they are responsible for their results. I am there to hold, to show up 100% for them, to hold energy, to hold space for them to expand, to go out of their comfort zone to do things they have never, never done before. I hold the space for absolute truth and honesty. I don't hold back because they are people who can deal with that. And at the same time, like I clarify that, that I show up for them 100% and at the same time that they will show up for their own results. I clarify that from the beginning on that it is very clear that I'm not going to get the results for them. I give them all I have. I give them all my knowledge, all my support, all my amazing zone of genius ability of seeing through their bullshit stories and calling them out on that. And this is what they get. And this is why they pay premium for that. And with that, it's, it's clear from the beginning on. I'm not here to do the work for you. You are not paying me to do the work for you. You do this yourself. That's point number two. And number three, work around your own worthiness. If you only feel good when your clients get amazing results and you feel bad when they don't get results, this has to freaking do with your own worthiness. It has to do with and believe in yourself. You have to do the work around that. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you're an amazing service provider, that you're an amazing consultant, that you have amazing knowledge and technologies and that you can help people? Do you also invest in yourself and get better at what you do? Very important. Do you keep on learning? And do you ask good questions? Like, it's important. Do the work around, like, do the inner work Because in order to ask good questions, you need to be able, you need to be authentically you. You need to be able to risk things. Sometimes I ask my clients, they come up with a question like, why can't I make it work? And I just give the question back to them. Why do you think you can't make it work? Or sometimes even very provocative questions. And in, in order to do that, You need to be solid in yourself to be able to ask questions where you might have for the moment first an angry client or someone who says like, what the fuck? I just asked you that question. Why are you giving that back to me? You know, 
Like you have to be the leader in the conversation with love, with compassion, and still show up with honesty and truth. And for that, you have to have done the work around your own worthiness, around your self-belief, around feeling enough, around deserving, around being a, an amazing person no matter what. My worth is not connected to the results of my clients anymore. I love my clients and I love the results they create. And still, my worthiness is not connected to that anymore. I'm detached from the outcome. And I know they will get the most amazing results in their timing. Very often it happens while we are working together. And if it's not the case, I know they will get this. I still get testimonials from clients two years after working with me where they say like, you know, in that moment I couldn't see. And five months later, I saw the tremendous breakthroughs we generated. I am forever grateful for our work. Sometimes it needs time to integrate and I'm totally fine with that. I don't have any... Uh, responsibility on the timelines of my clients, nor on their results, nor on their feelings, their happiness. They choose their own reality. I'm only their guide. So those are the three points today. Work with the right people. Say no to those people which are not aligned to your energy. Clarify responsibility from the beginning on. And do all the work around your own worthiness on believing in yourself because your clients create amazing results the more detached you are. Because even unconsciously, they feel that there is pressure to create results so that you can feel good. And this creates pressure so that they don't create the results. The more detached you are from whatever happens, the more freedom is there for them to create amazing epic results. And remember forever, you don't, you don't help them for doing the work for them. You actually, if you do the work for them, you keep them in prison. You keep them imprisoned in their own stories, in their own inability to create whatever they want. You, you, like your job is to help them learn to do it themselves. They need to learn to do it themselves. And this is your job to help them with and not to do it for them. So stop taking responsibility for clients, for partners, like a big one as well. Do you always want your partner to change and do all the work for them? It is so difficult. I get it. And still, that's not your job. The same with family members, with friends. Detach from the outcome. Take responsibility for your own freaking life, your own freaking business, your own relationship with yourself, and you have enough to do for the rest of your life. You don't have to take, take responsibility for others and it also doesn't work. So just stop doing it. If you have any further questions and if you obviously need a guide on your side going into the next year, into 2021, reach out to me and apply for a one-to-one -one mentoring spot with me. Much love to you and speak to you soon. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super, super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Super helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to take a next step, and that means you want to live a life of more on all levels, 
then send me a message with where you want to go and what is keeping you where you are, like what keeps you stuck at the moment. And then I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. Lydia.